one other exciting episode of A Legion on Zoom. Now, what the people have been fucking waiting for, it came back after, I think, what, it's only year off ever. NYC Comic Con, we were there, we were waxed, we were vaxxed, that shit was great. And I think Rod has created one of the most important objects in the known universe because of that Comic-Con. But we'll get to it. Guys, we had fun. Yeah, and no, I felt good to come back after a year off. Although because of the pandemic, big um, exhibitors are pulling out now of the local conventions. But that that's like a double-sided, a double-edged sword because like, yes, you get these big exhibitors to pull out. But it also makes it about comic books again, because remember, Comic-Con began as like, you know, comic book vendors getting together, trading issues, things like that. And creators started showing up and it evolved into this massive pop culture pheno- phenomenon. Um, but yeah, it, it was kind of skimp. I mean, granted, we did go Thursday, which is like it's like the warm up day. Comic-Con goes into full revs up completely on Saturday, typically. And then starts to wind Thursday. down. Yeah, and it, start, and it starts to wind down like on Sunday. But overall, it was still pretty cool, man. And we all, you know, we all dressed up. I created an original character specifically for this. Now, if, you were, if you're a fan, newcomer or an old fan, you know, I've been big on this Harley Quinn shit. I don't care how much Chess hates. I don't care. <laughs> I, this, this character has been blowing my mind these past few years. And not, it's like I already love the fucking Batman lore. And then you have Harley Quinn just taking all this shine now it's fucking awesome but yeah i created my own character i was like a harley quinn i called him harvey quinn that was and there's a whole backstory it's actually harvey dan who gets twisted by it anyway you oh, it's a whole other, a whole other episode. you never told us that yeah wait so basically that harvey Dent, he was the therapist and he fell in love with the joker that's crazy yeah, as an as an aside, if you've never I just read, added that on my own. yeah, I saw I saw Rod's face like, no, that's no. not the story. Just it's because it reminded me of like this. If you have the DC Infinite uh, subscription, there's this Harleen comic. It's from DC's Black Label of comic books. That's why that should remind what you said reminded me of that comic book. But yeah, check that out too. It's fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, that was my cosplay. Yo, yes, uh, and so, so, no, so, it's, no, yeah, yeah. So, so, it's, it's, I, I love the backstory. I think we need to know more about the backstory. This has to be a recurring Word. fucking segment on the show. <laughs> like, you know, DC's gonna know. steal it and not give me a dime, you fucking cold blooded <laughs> bastard. You gotta but keep fleshing that out. Yeah, yeah, at least that'll give us something also to, to say. You were robbed by DC. That's a pretty cool yeah. thing, you know, like, Word, uh, yeah, so, so, <laughs> so it's cool. Um, and I, I think I, what I also wanted to say, like, I guess for the fans out there that they're listening, you know, because we from what we know, there's a lot of listeners in India. There's some listeners in the DR, there's listeners in Mexico, there's listeners in, 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 in random parts of Europe, too, as well. I Brazil, Brazil, Scotland, I think South Africa. So maybe maybe you guys haven't been able to come to the comic because like there's San Diego Comic Con, which is the big Comic Con, which, you know, eventually Legion on Zoom will be there once they invite us, you know, because come yeah, on, like come matter on. of time. But New York City Comic Con is ours, right? Because we're, we're fucking New York City, man. And then and, and for me, if you guys have been listening, this is my 10 year anniversary in New York City, you know, like, well it, it, well, it was in August, you know, but it's been 10 fucking years in New York since I've decade, a decade knowing you guys, man. Shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> So remember Rod picking me up at the airport with your cousin. Yeah. 
and I get car sick. <laughs> the fun fact, I freaking hurled my guts out. That hey, was, was my crazy. first meeting, Rod. We would What's pick, up, man? pick me up or drive me, and he's like, "You gotta pull over. <laughs> I gotta throw up." Okay. Because like, who is this weak human? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so, just fun fact, because I was trying to figure out, because like Comic Con in, in San Diego has been ongoing for a long time. Because uh, I went to that when I was a kid growing up in Tijuana, you know, south of the border from San Diego. Uh, uh, but Comic Con in New York City has been ongoing since 2006. You know, so like what Chess was saying last year was the first year that it, you know, it didn't happen. You know, well, it might have not happened some other year. I don't know, but I'm not reading Wikipedia <laughs> yeah. that much. You know, but the point is that oh, for so, real, the first year was 2006. 2006, New the first oh, New York City uh, a Comic Con. Yeah. Oh, because there's also a Big Apple Comic Con. That was another thing that just got lost. I think in mm. the sands of time. Straight yeah. up. Shout out to Big Apple Comic Con. <laughs> but, but um, going off of what Rod was saying, like with the big vendors pulling out. It seems kind of shitty in a way, because if you think about it, it's like it, it it's the ultimate cold blooded capitalist move yeah. because it lacks all solidarity in a culture that's, quote unquote, supposed to be based on solidarity, because like think about it, at least for one year, it's the first year back middle of the pandemic for DC and Marvel to pull out of NYC Comic-Con is basically to tell those fans in a way to, to not have any presence. It's like, fuck you. You know what I mean? It's like, we know that you need our shit so much. We don't really care about like the status quo at the moment. We're still going to try to rip as much money out of you as possible and divide and conquer. That's crazy. They could have at least been there this year. Yeah, because that goes back to exactly like what I was trying to say that you're because you're right. Exactly. Because like for uh, at least because like I never went to San Diego Comic-Con like that, like when I was much older and like, you know, in the comic book lore, like for me, Comic-Con has been New York City Comic-Con. That's my motherfucking Comic-Con. Thanks to both of y'all. You know, yeah. then my first Comic-Con, like real proper Comic-Con in cosplay was with you guys, you know. And and throughout the year, and like, and I think the three of us together, we've been to what three Comic Cons together, right? Two, two, I would say two. Yeah. And Rod, you and I, we've been to what three, four Comic Cons, I think. Something, Something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and exact, and I've been seeing Comic Con grow to the epic levels of San Diego Comic Con. You know, which I'm pointing to California out there. <laughs> you could be absolutely wrong, but it's that way right now. <laughs> yeah, probably you're right because I think it's that way. Yeah. Uh, uh, where we're like a San Diego comic, and that's like where they do the fucking big, like you know, celebrity like movie premieres and shit like that. But New York City Comic Con's been growing for that, and I, I'll, I'll, I was it last year, right, where they had the Zack Snyder's, was it the or the Justice League just. Uh 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 said the the costumes that the actors wore and like they had it there and it was fucking dope to go see and like they 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 would do I remember like one one time we went there like they had the whole shield cast there and like Damn. so it was like fucking yeah we saw Agent Colson there yes yo Chloe Bennett who I fucking love and like if you are listening Chloe Bennett I love you I'm married but it's okay <laughs> it's okay. You know, my my wife is okay with it. You know, it's fucking awesome. But anyway, yeah, 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 exactly. And and it's um, uh, uh, but exactly, you're right. It's it's kind of weird now for this New York City Comic Con where it's like, yeah, like now DC has DC fandom. Marvel's been really like, uh, say, um, holding on to with um the DCX Disney Expo that they do. 
And so they're like, they're even getting out of San Diego Comic-Con, getting out of New York City Comic-Con, which kind of like, yo. Yeah, I remember San Diego Comic-Con sucked. Remember, it was from home or something? Yeah, we are. Yeah, Comic-Con from home. And And wait, did did we skip one? I think we even skipped one. Did we not even, we didn't like even address one that happened sometime in the summer. Well, like, I think, I think, yeah, because I think this year San Diego Comic-Con, there was like a weird San Diego Comic-Con at home, but apparently I think wasn't San Diego Comic-Con. I think it's supposed to plan to be planned on Thanksgiving weekend in San Diego in person. I don't know what's happening there because that sounded like a stupid idea because I'm like, regardless of the pandemic, don't do it on Thanksgiving weekend. Like, it's like you're having comic book fans choose between family and comic books. Like, come on. Dude, I'm thinking that these fucking disgusting, greedy, sleazy companies are actually exposing themselves and they're applying the model of the streaming services. That doesn't work for everything. Like one person can have five streaming services. Sure, they're on the same device. One person, like we have a limit on how much we can care about and intake. You know what I mean? Like, for example, I love shit that's about, or like, I enjoy things that have to do with Marvel. I don't give a shit about the Disney Expo. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Rod, he loves DC and and so do I. But to be honest, fandom doesn't excite me like that. You know what I mean? What? Yeah, the thing about NYC Comp like the thing about NYC Comic-Con, it was like so much at once. It was almost a holiday, you know? Now Yo, all these things yes. being isolated, they lost their meaning kind of. They're not as special, you know? Yeah, like, it's cool to have fandom, a bunch of, like, stuff that's DC in one shot. But you can't front that it feels the same as having Marvel, DC, like, all the other vendors and publishers at Comic-Con in one shot. It felt nah, like a holiday. It, it's a whole different thing, for sure. Yeah, like, like going to Comic-Con has its own charm and seeing all the exhibitors. But I do, like, a concentrated dose of DC, straight to the but that, bloodstream. Nah, but that's the thing. They <laughs> Bro, can have fan- that. And they can have that. They don't got to get rid of fandom. But look at to what extent motherfuckers go. We're like, yo, let's completely withdraw in every single shape and form from like, like, really? Yeah, the pandemic changed shit. Too much, right? too much. Like, like, yo, like, why so much greed? Like, really? You just yep. got to wipe yourself off from the whole convention. The two titans. Like, yo, it, like any money bet. I mean, shit. You could kind of make the case that it might have been headed there anyway, just out of sheer greed. But the way they're doing it, like, it just seems stupid. Like, they're like, fuck the magic. Like, we're going to shove our magic down your throats and you're going to like it. And, and that's a good point about, about, about like, it was kind of heading there already. Because actually, even before all this, the Disney Expo, the D23 Expo was already happening before the pandemic. And they were slowly getting out of San Diego Comic Con, you know? And I will give, you know, Rod credit where at least DC fandom because did something like, well, for the name fandom for the fans, you know, because the Disney Expo, the D23 Expo isn't for fans like you can't really it's it's for investors, no, for the most part. And it's like I we can't really participate in it. So it's like at least I would like it'd be really fucking cool if one day like DC fandom is an in-person kind of thing. Uh, I'd be willing to travel to that. That'd be kind of fun. 100%. Uh, Yo, to have it be its own thing for real. But like, it it was nice to have it all be in one spot, you know, or maybe two spots. San Diego Comic-Con and New York City Comic-Con, you know, that for them to have like some of its heavy fucking, you know, hitter stuff show there too, not just 
until um uh, uh uh you know like their own specific events you know but but uh, you know but but you know we're talking about because for actually i wanted to ask you guys in, on our way to comic-con you know rod and i talked to, to, took we shared an uber and and we had a very very talkative uber driver with us she spoke the whole fucking way <laughs> the whole way i'll be even one star no nah, no nah, it's not be those kind of people fuck it yeah no i yeah, nothing yeah, to be petty <laughs> Yeah, but like uh, I don't know where you're from, you know, but we don't really chat with our Uber driver that much. Especially like on a 40 minute fucking drive. Like, I am not, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to chat. In a close car and her just breathing carbon dioxide. I, I thought it was hostage. Yeah, I thought it was <laughs> common like knowledge that if you're driving an Uber, don't talk to your passengers. No, I think it's in common New York. knowledge. No, and, and, yeah, no, exactly, exactly. So for people out there, we're in New York City. So it's we're, we're, we're a little <laughs> bit different, you know? So, yeah. but, but, but I think it's like, I thought the etiquette was like, try, sure, try. But if you see me grab my phone and look, <laughs> look down, that means stop talking yeah, to me, you know? Read, and, read the and cab. And that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Just stop. We, we don't have, we don't have to be friends. Just drive me to where I'm going. <laughs> that's yeah, it. Fuck. Didn't she make you like her kid's godfather or some shit? During that Diablo. Yeah, she was bugging. Yo, Chess, you don't know this, actually. But Shout actually, out to that yo, lady. She invited us to a party. <laughs> she invited Woo. Rod and I to a party that was going to happen in the Heights, right? I think it was, right? Like, Damn. I, she's, trying to, she's trying to pull out the henny. I really <laughs> think you guys should go. You know, a Halloween party, actually, too. Like, yo, yeah, shit gets crazy Halloween. All right, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll think about it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. The point I brought this up because she asked me, like, what is Comic-Con? What, what do you see at Comic-Con? So what would you guys say? Like, if somebody's listening to us right now and no one's ever been to a Comic-Con, despite the things we, we would expect from before, what, what, what usually do people see at Comic-Cons? I would basically describe Comic-Con as everything you see on TV and books. Almost in real life. That's basically what it is. You have people that are dressed up in awesome costumes and you have people that sell and show art for everything that has to do with pop culture and comic books and cartoons and video games. That's exactly how I would describe it. Rod, would you add anything else? All right. I, I mean, how would I describe comic? It's evolved along with the, the comic book bubble the comic book movie bubble it's evolved along with comic con because before i can you can buy tickets midtown comics would sell tickets and they'd have tickets right up until the event like hey they're half off come on buy some tickets but now you need to be on point you gotta get ready to get on that queue and buy your fucking ticket and anybody bet because of, because of marvel and dc pulling out and shit like that demand for those first first come first serve tickets is gonna drop a little bit. They're gonna be more accessible, hopefully, and maybe even cheaper, man. Word. God damn, seventy bucks, like that's that's cash, and you're not even seeing <laughs> Batman there. Like, come on. You see hey, what I'm but, saying? The greed. Yeah, the greed yeah. is wild. But yeah, so but how would I describe it? I think it's it's a time because it obviously comic books are very important to us, and just like not only for just entertainment maybe to get your mind away from whatever you're thinking about or some, something, something just to talk about with your friends and whatever. And, and for me, like the fucking, the backbone of my moral upbringing is in comic books. Like I fucking love that shit for that. 
Because even though they just fucking punch each other in the face for the most part, it's all about being righteous and trying to do the right thing. Ultimately, the hero's journey. Hell yeah. Um, so I, I love going to a place where it's centralized. Everybody's there for that reason, for the most part, you know. Everybody's there to, to celebrate the great American mythos, as I like to call it. Because it, it I mean, yeah, you have your Mark Twains and whatnot. But I think <laughs> you, like, when you're talking about your, the American myth, actually, the, the, the post-colonial American myth is comic <laughs> books. It's fucking Batman and Superman and Spider-Man and all these characters. And they're, they're going to live on, man, w- way beyond this. So I, I, I think that it's cool that there's, there's like an event once a year in, in the hub of the world, New York City, where everybody gets together and fucking celebrates these wonderful characters and their amazing history. That's how I would put it. Shit, yo, that was some fucking speech that you give. What is it at like the Washington Mall? <laughs> with a white robe and the fucking you graduated from comic con <laughs> i graduated from the kubert school yeah, yes! judging yes! the judgmental like... guys at your booth we saw y'all yeah, yeah, word, judging yo. that was the speech when you graduated from the kubert school of art yo yo that made me want to go Self- to actual <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was the mission statement. Yo, let's cut that snippet out and just fucking. That just made me cry. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna use that snippet right now. Next year, when we apply for a press pass again. Oh, <laughs> word. Yo, can you see Comic Con? What's up? We tried to get a press pass. I guess we're not big enough, but whatever. Listeners out there, Listen, come on. We're gonna get to the point that Comic Con is gonna ask us to go. And to quote Rorschach, we will tell them, yes, we're going. We'd love, we'd love to be there. Thank you very much. <laughs> mad anticlimactic. We're mad, mad grateful. Yeah. But like I had mentioned earlier, after Rod's amazing speech, we have to bring up his fucking celestial infinity gauntlet level object he's created. What ah. signatures do you have on your bat? And Ooh. what was the amazing array of creators that we saw at fucking con- cuz my mind was blown. My first, eyes still hurt from the brightness of the stars. First and foremost, the first signature was our good friend and comic creator Ruben Romero. Oh, word, shout out to Ruben. Yep, uh we saw him at the Comic-Con. Shout out to Ruben. It was great meeting you uh in the flesh. Uh, Yo, for, for the fans out there, you you check out our episode where we we LOC presents Ruben Romero. You can follow him at, at Ruben the Writer and he's an uh, fucking awesome writer, up and coming, I would say, writer and he recently signed uh, for Behemoth Comics. So some of his awesome books, uh, uh The Illusion Witch in Fairy are going to be seen in Behemoth and additional new works. So I, we really fucking highly recommend this dude. He's fucking good, good dude. Great fucking books that he's writing. Word. Yes. And some of the coolest sneakers I've seen in my own Ooh. fucking life at yeah. that event. He had the, Those he had the DBZ Comic-Con kicks. drip. Yeah, the, them shits were wavy. But yeah, shout out to Ruben. Awesome dude. Thank you for like the super warm welcome. It was great meeting you, man. Yeah, on to the fucking celestial bat. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that impressive, but I also got uh, Mike Lilly. Shout out to Mike Lilly, who did uh, some art on Nightwing um, in, I want to say the early 2000s, mid to early 2000s uh, era. Uh, you know, yeah, go ahead. And who we're hoping will be on the show. Exactly. Uh, I was going to say next. Exactly. But, 
No, but I do want to let people, fans out there, know for, like who people who have real no idea of like what Comic Con is, right? Like about like yes, we we talked about the TV, movie, films, the things we would expect and stuff like that. People in cosplay, fans gathered there to share the love you know from the wonderful speech that rod just said said but we we also have this this one of the best things about comic-con honestly is the artist alley which is the bottom floor of the javits center the jacob javits center here in new york city where it's just filled of artists like name a favorite fucking artist of yours they're there they're fucking there sitting fucking on their fucking uh, uh ass <laughs> chair bro i just realized something damn that's mad allegorical artists are at the bottom damn (laughs) (laughs) message all right go ahead yeah yeah, that's hard bro they gotta be on the fucking top man word without them man shit and it's great and and it's a big ass it's hard to describe it's this it's a convention center it's the whole fucking floor of the convention center that has just little booths tables with all the artists and we get to see them they're usually there writing obviously for commission you know to autograph uh, a sign uh, a fucking autograph a specific art that they just made they'll draw stuff right there Uh, a few actually and we've shown this, I think, before on the show. Uh, but like Rod, like what was it, two years ago now, got this epic fucking uh, uh, illustration by Scott. Yeah, McDaniel. that was more. That was three years ago. Three? What? That 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 was the 2017 comic con. Yep, 2017. That was four years ago. Yo, tell people how uh, about that experience. Yeah, like, how actually, was that? Shit. Let me just show it. I'm Yo. gonna fuck everything up right here. So, okay, I'm still on my wall. So, you know, guys know I'm a huge Nightwing fan, obviously. I have the Jim Lee um, Batman. uh, I think it's out on 615 with Nightwing on the cover. And then I have uh, Nightwing number one, 1996 by Scott McDaniel with uh, inks by Carl Story. Um, One of my all-time favorite comic book fucking runs of all time, obviously. And then in the middle, we have original artwork, which you can't really see there, but it's on my Instagram. Uh, by Scott McDaniel himself, who we also hope will do the show. One of my all, one of my heroes, actually. Yo, oh my god! And I'll never forget that comic because that's the beauty of comic. I remember that time when, like, you, you, you were so fucking pumped about it. We went up to him and, like, you know, you, 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 you told him, like, this is kind of what I want, and he's like, "All right, cool." And was it like, come back in a few hours? Yeah, bro, I was he- starstruck, man. After like admiring his art for so many years, man, that shit was integral to my teenage life. Yeah, and- see the man in the flesh. So imagine fans out there like that, man. Like you've been reading this book fucking for years in important moments of your life, and you're you see the artist and for reasonable price you know because they deserve fucking all the money they're willing to right there fucking and then draw illustrate something for you you know like it's it's fucking you know and check our instagram we're gonna show off uh, uh the awesome illustration that 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 scott mcdaniel did for for rod uh, of those three years ago and it's awesome and then you can just get to walk around and share the love of comic books with other people and see other stuff so that's that's the great stuff of, of fucking comic-con and artist alley to do those things uh and not not to get a little bit of a downer though but like the for me a little bit of disappointment was like this year's artist alley was a little bit lacking you know there there wasn't that many artists there you know because of the pandemic you know like obviously some of the people we interviewed we've interviewed bob quinn dan mora uh 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 uh, jason aaron well he's not an illustrator also writers have booths there too 
um, they weren't there. They were at a Comic Con. So it's a little bit of a bummer that not Scott McDaniel that we just talking about wasn't there. Yeah, again. where you at? But yeah. was it like another member of the Daniel family tree? Not saying they're related, but another. Didn't you see Tony Daniel there? Yeah. Ah, yo. Tony yes. Daniel, another Batman artist. Tony uh, S. Daniel. Yes. Yeah. And that was you, a, you, and, th- and that was another signature on the bat. Yeah, you may know Dude, him from him. This is an artifact you made, man. Yeah. Now it's gonna be up on on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All oh, right, so right, right, right. Because that's what I wanted to, to, to uh, uh, depict for the fans listening out there. Like, right, this is us walking artist alley. There's all these awesome artists, and we're in broad as Harvey Quinn has got the, the fucking Harley Quinn bat, and we're getting signature from some of the fucking artists that we love that were there, you know, fucking with, with, with what was the first one? Uh, 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 the Lily. Uh, yeah, and, and Daniel and, uh, and, and our guy Romero. Wasn't there one more that you got? Um, there was one more. Yeah, we also got uh, one that I'm a fucking huge fan of. Oh, Jerome, yes. Jerome Opeña. Yes, yes, yes. Yo, yes. He's, a, he's a Filipino artist, but based in fucking New York City in Brooklyn. Fucking cool dude. We got to meet him. We got to talk to him a little bit. Hopefully, he'll be a guest on the show soon. He said, he's, he said he's down. <laughs> contract yo we should have recorded it exactly. yeah yeah and, and he's great so you'll see some of his work uh uh that both rod and i loved it on uncanny x-force was it uncanny or just x-force i don't remember uncanny because he, he yeah. wasn't he wasn't on the original x-force that's spinned out of uh schism and then that was like a, that was um uh kyle yost was writing that one right right forget who was drawing it but then then it became uncanny x-force that's when they had phantom x and, Clay, and uh, Clayton Crane was the artist at that in, in the Kyle Joss Clayton Crane. That was the, the awesome X Force run. Exactly. And then it was Rick Remender and fucking Jerome yeah. Pena. Yo, that X Force run was incredible. It was fucking awesome. One of the best X Force runs to date. Uh, and then also for me, uh, uh, I'm a big fan of Jer- from his current uh, that just ended. He had a, a, the independent book with Rick Remender, who for people out there who may not know who Rick Remender is, uh, 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 if he, but you should though, if you're listening to the show, mm-hmm. but it, but if not, he he had a, a show, a deadly class on Sci-Fi uh, last year, which was one of his awesome books. But he uh, has a book right now called Seven to Eternity that was illustrated with a Jerome Pena co-creator uh, that just ended, and I fucking love that book. Jerome Pena draws the most epic, like big ass fucking, like it's like stylistic. In really great detail, but also like big and in, in like epic scenery shit. He actually also illustrated the Rick Remender uh, book uh, that was the not Age of Ultron, but there was a there was another Ultron which we just talked about in the What If section. Uh, Reign of Ultron. He 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 illustrated the Reign of Ultron, which is this uh, short kind of like event that leads to the infamous moment where. Hank Pym, who's the creator of Ultron, actually merged with Ultron. And to this date, there's still one. Hank Pym is no longer Ant-Man out there in the comic book universe. He he is Ultron altogether. Once again, proves my point. Hank Pym always finds a way to suck. (laughs) Somehow! If they like, <laughs> you can go back. I've said this before. In the history of Hank Pym, he's a villain. 
<laughs> I don't know why they continue to allow him to operate as a hero. He beats women. He fuses with Ultron. Hank Pym always finds a way to suck. And that proved it. He apexed in sucking. That's that's like the sucking apex right there. And that's fucking crazy. That's insane. But quick on a side note, um, aside from all those awesome creators who bat got their um who rod i called you bat who rod got their signature on the bat we got to lay our eyes on the great chris claremont like mcgo had mentioned earlier which was very surprising to see like because all right one thing like i didn't expect massive names to be there considering like he doesn't need to do anything and there's chris fucking claremont so i was like oh shit but that's one thing that's one that's one thing i wanted to say about this comic-con like it wasn't packed because obviously not many people wanted to go but and correct me if I'm wrong, I felt the effort in the air. You know what I mean? Like the people that were there wanted to be there. Like, yeah, the vendors needed to be there because, you know, motherfuckers need money. Shit. Like they're not going to go broke. But it felt like everyone was like even the vent, the vendors were there. were happy to see the people and the people were happy to see the vendors. Everyone like it. If like it felt genuine, you know what I mean? Like, even without the big two, it felt like everything that was happening wanted to happen in spite right. of us dealing with a fucking pandemic. It's but I still like disagree. It's, like, it's kind of devolving to its original state a little bit. Ooh, you know, it's all about damn. comic books again. People trading in rare comic books. Like, I, I, I like, laughed to myself when I, like, would walk by, like, these comic vendors and people were looking for specific issues. Like, no, 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 I need fucking Avengers number 44, whatever. Like, I'm like, yo... <laughs> I remember those days, man, hunting for particular issues. Now we're all digital and spoiled and shit. And we can watch it. We like read any issue we want, whenever we want. Shit. Talking about that, um, <laughs> like I have mentioned a million times some ago, we were there and we finally got a well, we got to do like I guess three quarters of it. We got to look at some holy grails, which is one of my favorite part of Comic-Con. It's like it's 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 like it's almost for me, it's like akin to traveling to the Vatican. And touching like some saint's finger or some shit, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. More valid than that. Yeah, exactly, exactly, (laughs) exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We saw, we saw what? Um, the issue of Spider-Man where he was in the capsule thing. I think that was like the first appearance of the Human Torch. That was the uh, no, that no, 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 no. It wasn't, but it 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 was his first Spider-Man issue. Like when he meets the Fantastic Four. That's Spider-Man. It's it's Spider-Man one or Spider-Man two. I think it's Spider-Man one actually. Because I know the first appearance of Spider-Man is the Amazing Fantasy where he's holding somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, But but I mean his 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 actual first comic book. Yeah, oh, yeah, that, that's what that one's. Okay. Yeah, that, that's Amazing Spider-Man number one, you know, because he came out in Amazing Fantasy number 15, 15. Uh huh. Yeah. And then the Amazing Spider-Man number one uh, is that when he he meets the Fantastic Four, this awesome scene where he's oh. trapped by the Fantastic Four. Bro, and we, I want to saw that issue. Yo, yo you should have asked him. That's what nah, I was saying. There's a you stack of money him. next to it. I'm that shit was too real. Yo, <laughs> yo, for the fans out there, we're talking about we're walking around. The, the not this is not Artist Alley. This is the whole other floor yeah. where they're people selling their stuff in their booth, like antiquities and shit. And there's this section of all these fucking rare comic books that are also graded comic books. For those of you who don't know out there, there they, there's a grading uh, by uh, I don't know GC something CGC CGC CGC. Uh, and then you have the graded books, and they had these awesome, amazing Spider-Man number fucking one, and other epic ones, but seriously, obviously concealed in glass and shit, next to literally fucking stacks of fucking money. 
Like some fucking like, como que like fucking some. And dude, yo, that Spider-Man number one was what was what was it like a CGC seven or an eight? Fuck, that's crazy, dude. That that shit was fucking insane. And I got to cross off one of my bucket list thing. I've entered the world of pops. I got my first pop, folks. It happened. It wasn't one of the ones I wanted, but. I made, I feel what it was a valid compromise. I got the Age of Ultron Hulk, and it's a bobblehead. So, I don't mind. I got, like, a dual pop. Yeah, what, what, Age what, of what, Ultron what? movie, or? Yeah, 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 yeah. From what it says on the cover, it's from the Age of Ultron set, number 68. And, yeah, it's the Hulk bobblehead one, 068. Well, te- technically, all Funkos are a little bit bobbleheady, right? right? Not really. Mm-mm. I thought they no, were, no, 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 no. 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 Nah, I thought they were nah. solid pieces. They no, are. Yeah, yeah, all of them are solid they pieces. Are. Some Unless of them are bobble Specialized heads. bobble Funko. But yeah, they're just yeah, the yeah, regular yeah. twisty heads. Now, yeah, mine is uh Because well, I, I have Funko two. They're bobble-heady. I thought, bo- I thought they're all bobble nah, nah. Let me see if I got one in, nah, in I, arm's reach. I, I, I'm going to go get mine right oh, now. I do. Here. I actually have mine in arm's reach. Your fucking confirmation. Facts already. If you're watching this on... YouTube, you get bonus shit. All right, so yeah, you get to see our fucking places. You get to see our pops. <laughs> Obviously, have the Nightwing pop, no bobbly, just regular. He doesn't even twist. This is shit. This is, that shit is straight one vinyl. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't want to switch it too hard because I don't want to break it. But yeah, this is yeah, the, the, the first Nightwing pop. I'll get mine for the fans so they can see my first ever pop, folks. Oh, and yeah. still in the fucking box. Yeah, I'm everything. not gonna open it. It's my first one. Sorry, oh, wait, 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 wait. yeah. Ah, nice, <laughs> nice. And he's pissed. So the whole thing. Oh, see, look, the set. Oh, yeah. The whole uh, thing. You watch it on YouTube. Them. There's Chess's face. Ah, yes. Fuck. Yeah. You expose yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and I got this Teen Titans Go Nightwing. I hate that. Oh. <laughs> Yo, and that's not Bobblehead either? Nah. <laughs> Yo, how, how am I? Like, <laughs> this is the beauty of Comic Con. You continue to learn. You continue to love things. Because the, all the, th- I have, actually, I have three ones. I'll start with the one I like the least, but the, I love them all though. The first one I have is fucking Baby, Baby Groot. Groot. Yes. Oh, that, that's about that's a bobblehead. Yeah. So we have bobblehead fucking Groot. My my other one that that I think you heard us talk about uh, before. I got motherfucking Mister. Oh, nice. Also a bobblehead. That one's dope. Yeah. I've always loved the simplicity and the design of their costumes. Oh, oh my God. From day one, I'm perfect. like, it's so simple yet perfect. And it was like, usually mm. it was like white originally in the gloves, but this black looks even better. And if you read is, <laughs> oh. is a fucking fashion designer, bro. He just like, I'm going to make oh, suits yeah. and they're going to have the number four. And that they're functional. And that's yeah. it, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's what, what are they got- called? The. Uh, what is it called? The fabric? Some epic shit. Some, like impossible yeah, yeah. particles or something. Something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hemp. Like that straight up. Yeah. I, I kind of think he's like the villain, the maker, uh, which we talked about in our what if uh, uh, section, because he had that fucking stain now. Like, I don't know what happened in his eye. He's like, he looks a little evil um, now. With the so you think that's, like, that's the evil stereotype? <laughs> score? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, but that's I, also a bobblehead. Yeah, but I got oh. this Reed Richards to celebrate when I got licensed as a clinical psychologist. Finally, passed my license in New York City. Holla. Hell right. yeah, yeah, New York City, New York State. You know, in the fucking New York State, I got licensed, and so fucking. Got Imagine this. like only New York City, like mad specific. Yo, once you leave, you can't <laughs> fucking <shit>. city. <laughs> and then the the other one, my favorite one is Thanos. 
the yeah, but it's, Titan. But it's bobblehead too, man. That's How crazy that all the years are bobblehead. Yeah, I was about to say that. How do you have that's crazy? Because huh. I th- I thought most of them were bobblehead up there. <laughs> bro, bro, do it. I'm I'm gonna let this sink in. That means for you, the absolute minority is the norm. In, in no, pops. most pops aren't bobbleheads, bro. That's but, what I but, think too. No, but I, I don't know. The norm, dude, out of the three of us, most of us have bobbleheads, except Rod. So the norm nah, is bobblehead, yeah. dude. Like, I don't nah, know. I'm, Rod is on the minority. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So I think it's skewing your results to get to favor your narrative. Out of all of us, we have four <laughs> bobbleheads and two and two not, not bobbleheads. Wait, no, isn't it three, three? It's I, two Nightwings and a Hulk, and then your three bobbly ones. No, but Hulk is bobblehead. Yeah, mine is a bobblehead. Oh, he's bo- oh, never mind. Yeah, it's just two to four. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, the people that are look still listening, we Yo, thank look, you. Look at the size <laughs> of the Thanos. The but low yeah, key, that's crazy. Th- this this clip will get the most watches on YouTube. Us playing with toys. <laughs> people are yeah. way more interested in that shit. Fine. You know what? For the fans. Yo, should I unbox my bobblehead for the fans while we're at it? Oh, yes. God. A live unboxing. All right. Look, look, I'm taking it out. I'm taking it yeah, out. Yeah, lost value. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Nightwing exclusive one. They, a red San Diego Comic Con, New York Comic Con. And the crazy Ooh. part is, like, I can't, like, and I'm unboxing him within gamma radiation, guys. If you go on YouTube, I'm in a radioactive environment. Ah, like, yeah, it goes with your whole green shit going Yo, on. Yo, exactly. This is, well, I can't see, let me see his face. Those zoom in. I mean, bring him closer. Yes. He's pissed. Look at that. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> Nah, nah, nah. Show, show it again, show it again, show it again. Show, 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 right. I'm going to take a fucking photo of this. Yes. <laughs> and he's green. Love that looks mad dope. <laughs> Because uh, of the lighting. All right, and by the way, guys, one thing that blew my mind, um, it's on the Comic-Con Instagram page. That super monkey Vegeta, that shit weighs what, eight tons. That shit weighs 16. Why does that weigh 16,000 pounds? I hope it's made out of recycled material. Yeah, Jeez. like what the fuck? <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be so but, wasteful. That shit is made out of straight up wood. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Or great oak perished for that shit. <laughs> the greatest of oaks, hopefully. You, man. you know what I noticed? I don't know if it's going to happen like all throughout the Comic Con, but I noticed a, a bigger emphasis on anime. Oh, and in, prior prior to like a, like I don't know th- four years ago five years ago there was like New York Comic Con and then like a peripheral anime con yeah I remember I, I don't know fans I don't know if this is still going on let me know but they seem to now have just like meshed especially with the lack of exhibitors they may just like you know manga comic books with the chaos bro fucking adapt and overcome that's what's happening we're getting the- new shit we're losing mm-hmm. old shit. Yeah, because for the fans out there, like for DC Comic Con, we always got also anime. We did have anime. We'd always usually have a really fucking epic Dragon Ball Z uh, um, section. Not even a booth. It's bigger than that. Brand new. <laughs> yeah, Chez just put the fucking hold no. back in his box. That shit was a live reboxing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but this year, and, and we would have anime here and there a little bit more. But like I felt this year, yeah, there was a lot of anime, though. Like a lot, a lot more than than used to. I mean, used to, which is nothing wrong with that. It was so pretty fucking cool. But like, because I remember like the past years, we would have these bad, uh, badass fucking walls of like the next fucking Marvel shit, you know? And we would take photos behind these fucking awesome. Like, I remember like, uh, when the X-Men Hickman run was happening and actually we, we Rod and I went to a panel where Hickman 
didn't show up and just had like a video of it or something. I wasn't able to be there. Yeah. Like, this before is before pandemic. the pandemic. Yeah. Yo, but they had this awesome fucking wall of X-Men number one by uh, 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 Lionel uh, Francis Yu. Fucking beautiful wall. Like, ah, fucking there. And other ones really fucking awesome. And this year, there was this one Doctor Strange kind of wall. But other than that, not 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 a lot, you know, like so that's that's a little a little bit of a letdown. Uh, uh, it's still fun because like as Chess was saying, I could feel that. Yeah, you're right. Everybody who was there wanted to be there, you know, exactly for, for for comics, you know, not for showing off and like the celebrity aspect of it no they were there because y'all fucking love all this shit <laughs> yeah dude fucking like aside from the effort i guess i think that's the word that i was looking for it was the straight up like the gratitude like you felt the gratitude from all sides you know what i mean and shit like like it was weird like at times i felt like when i was paying for something because of course things are not reasonably priced that is comic-con is like um i felt like they were more grateful for the purchases than they would have been otherwise you know it's like because you know they needed the money like yeah they lost a year yeah, exactly like everything felt more like 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 this one even though there wasn't as much people it had more substance there you go yeah there you go i think this was this was a deeper comic-con it had more like it was a more symbolic one in a way. And I will say, although we're not saying not a lot of big, uh, 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 well, not a lot of the people that we particularly love were there in terms of the artist alley. But we will say, though, at least um, there were some big names. One of the biggest ones that we get to see, we got to see was Rob Liefeld. You know, we saw. Word! Yeah, but Rob Liefeld, the creator of fucking Deadpool and Cable was there. We would have loved to have had a moment to talk to him. And say hi and get him to sign some shit. But the line was long. And the Legion on Zoom, if anything, we do not love lines. Nah. FX. Like, it, Unless there I, are lines of Coke. <laughs> Bars. Fuck yeah. But because, uh, yeah, like, honestly, like, I don't know. Like, we love all these people. But, like, uh, uh, and honestly, like, one of the things we saw after because they had outside of, outside of the convention proper center but like in the i don't know this area right outside they had some cool things they had a sandman uh, a section for the new audio uh, audible uh, book that they're coming out with uh, but the, uh, one of the coolest things they had a doom patrol section where they had danny you know danny the street that became danny the brick that became danny the fucking ambulance down the show was there and there was this long ass line, incredibly long, like Disney World, Disneyland yeah, type of long line uh, uh, to get into a Doom Patrol section uh, uh, to see shit. And, and we were like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> After we left and I saw on Instagram, actually, some of the Doom Patrol cast was there. They had the Elassi woman was there. Fucking fucking Jaboy Wade. Yeah, yeah, Rita Farr was there. Javoid Wade, who plays Cyborg, was there. Oh shit! Uh, uh, and and somebody else. Damn, we, else. And I think we should have made the line. And, and it probably it, it probably speaks to how little there was to do at the con that everybody had to see the the fucking Doom Patrol cast because it's like it didn't seem like there were many things to line up for. Period. Like you had Rob Liefeld and Doom Patrol. Yeah, but you know we were there. That was mad. But damn, like. To meet them inside of a van just seemed a little weird to me. 
But you know not I mean? it's not inside of the band. It's it's a, it's a, it it's wasn't like a tent. in. Yeah, it was in a tent. It was. Oh, in I thought it was like inside. No. I thought it was inside the van. Nah. Yo, <laughs> one at a time. You could come in the van. Yo, if anything, that yo, to, for me to meet Rita Far like in a little fucking van, I'd be down for that, man. She's fucking great because of people like you is yeah. exactly <laughs> why. That is why he has the drink and shit. He's like, yo, me in a van with Rita Far. <laughs> that's that's why it's not in a van. If you if you're still in New York City. Yo, Yo, hit, hit up the Legion. <laughs> Yo, Legion on Zoom. What's up? Uh, Let's make that a general... fucking podcast milestone. Let's interview the lady that plays Rita Far. Yo, shout out to you. Yo, if we focus our efforts, we can make it happen. Yes. I am oh. Before we wrap, what did you say would be your best highlight from Comic Con? Top moment. For me, it has to be just getting in cosplay. Like, I fucking, I don't know when the first year I did cosplay. I think it was Spider-Man in, in like, 2010-ish around there, where I finally dressed up to go to Comic-Con, because before that, it felt kind of weird. And it just feels weird to put on spandex in front of strangers and shit. I don't know if you're like me, at least. But 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 then I, I fucking fell in love with cosplay. And then, like, you know, with my friends and family, like, creating costumes. And and then it's like a... It connects to Halloween really nicely and all this shit, yeah. all, all those vibes. Uh, it brings out creativity in people. Um, I thought that was that was my favorite part. Yeah, and, and, and I'll agree because actually for me, that's been a big thing. Like I, I never really like because I grew up in Mexico and Mexico. Halloween's not really that big of a thing. Like I, I did Halloween as a little kid. There's some photos of me as like Dracula and shit, but like it wasn't a big of a, of a deal. And then and then um and then and then when i moved to san diego more of an adult and like i don't know you know like young adult and nah like we wouldn't do that so for me comic-con was like the first time to really like get into that so actually like with you guys going to comic-con was the first time i actually got into fucking character so that's something i always look forward to so i do think uh, uh that part like being in cosplay because like what you were saying Chaz, about like everybody there is just there for that you know uh i will say like we talked about it obviously there that not a lot of people were in cosplay at least not on thursday as much as yeah as we're used to you know there was a lot more people just like regular comic book t-shirt and jeans and shit it was like come on like fucking come out and so i i love being there in cosplay and there's always something really cool to get recognized, right? Because you always go as some kind of character that's kind of like maybe not like, oh, well, I don't know. It depends. Like, because for me, my thing is always like the cheapest thing I could do, the easiest thing I could just fucking pull on together. Like Rod's a little bit more hardcore. <laughs> He'll spend time makeup and like and designing shit. He's a great cosplayer uh, uh, for me. And I went as Y, the last man, as Yorick, in particular, like a mesh of like, you know, Y from the show that we have now on fx which is actually fucking great which we'll review soon uh uh and from the comic book from the graphic novel by fucking uh brian k bond and, and pia guerra um and so i went like that so it was so fucking cool just be walking around and some people going just like oh yo why fucking no it's the last man it's it's just a fucking cool moment it's it's cool so i think overall that's that's right. the fun stuff because it reminds me of kind of like walking around like a like a stadium at a sporting event where like you're wearing the same kind of jersey. So your friends out of, oh, you also like the team that we live in the same city, all that bullshit. Like Comic-Con is like that. It's like, oh, look at the Spider-Man. Yeah, like 
you, it's a little tribal and shit. Like you're. Yeah, facts. I saw a lot of anime cosplayers though. That's one. Yeah, thing. word. Those guys. Oh, don't word. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to anime cosplayers. Y'all showed <laughs> up. And, and for the fans who were wondering, because um, I hadn't mentioned it yet, I went myself as my own. What if? Uh, what if a Green Lantern ring had landed in the Bronx? Yes, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and you can see, it, and you can see the images on our Instagram page. I want a chess lantern. Yes. Um, and I would say my highlight would be, aside from getting my first pop, uh, yes. just honestly, just being there with you guys. Oh, yeah, she was heartfelt. Bitch ass yep. mofos. No, no, no. Being there I, with you guys. Now, I will say this was actually a milestone for us because I was really, fuck- that I, you know, actually, fuck my answer. Fuck people. Calling me <laughs> out. No. But you're right. Honestly, this was the cool because honestly, for the fans out there, you know, this was our first time as the Legion on Zoom word at New York City Comic Con. And if you're still listening to us right now and you're listening to us because you got our sticker with a QR you. code. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. Welcome. And that was awesome. That was really nice. I really liked just walking around as a legion on zoom and then we would pass stickers around and i really like people are just nice and we would tell people like oh hey uh we're a podcast kind of obviously got a podcast check us out and a lot of people were really nice you know they, they were like oh receptive people were like oh, that's a great idea you know and so that was really nice just though so i'm hoping some of you that we you saw us you know with our old fucking cosplay and shit that you're listening to us right now Thank you. You made you made our, our, our day a pretty fun day. Yeah, word. And go back and listen to a bunch of the episodes. Get to know us better and stay along for the rest of the ride. I'm sure it's definitely going to be a fucking roller coaster and a half if it hasn't been one already. All right, <laughs> folks. Fucking on that note, we love you all. This was definitely a fun one. And this is Supreme Chads. Yo, yo, this is why the last man, Miguel. And this is Rod Quinn. Peace out, ah, people. Yo. Peace. Peace. Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chez, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Click subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Legion on Zoom.